0: Shut Welcome back to the Enjoy the Walk podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We are bringing on a return guest now, Jeff Mosini. He's been with us uh, since we kind of made our debut within the golf world uh, down at the PGA show in 2020. Uh, seems like uh, years and years have passed since then with what the world has had going on, uh, what we've had going on in-house and what Jeff's had going on in-house uh, since launching Slope Grade down at the 2020 PGA show. So Jeff, really appreciate you coming on,
1: man. Uh, we always enjoy a good talk with you. Oh my goodness. And I am so happy to be back here. It has been forever and a lot has changed and I cannot wait to dive deep into everything going on in the golf world as well as what's happening in the slope grade world as well.
0: Well, and it's it's funny you mentioned that not only golf world, but slope grade world as well. So guys, if you stick on to the end of the show, we're going to talk about some exciting new updates regarding slope grade and the product that we talked about, what seems like eons ago and years ago at the at the PGA show in 2020 and um, how we've used it ourselves we've done a a full-fledged review on it and what's what's exciting surrounding slope grade but Jeff just excited to have you on and talk green reading talk roll maps which we'll get into as well Um, just a fun time to be inside the golf industry right now exactly so Dante you and I talked about this and and as we Dove into it on our own podcast. Um, we there was a lot of questions left to be answered, which I think is is why it's exciting to bring Jeff on because he's really in this space. And Jeff, you dive into it from an analytics perspective of what really is and how players use and read greens. Um, we're losing the green reading book, you know, quote unquote, is what the what the pros want to call, it, what the USGA and governing bodies want to call it, the green reading book. We're losing that in twenty twenty two. Um, diving into that first and foremost, how do we think this on a grander scale is going to impact the top 50 pros in the world?
1: Well, I do want to clarify that grade rating books will not be allowed in competitive rounds. However, they can be used in preparation for an event, such as uh, practice rounds, proams, and even study before or after a competitive round. So they're not going to go away completely. However, basically the PGA tour wants to shift back to relying on the intuitive skills of reading greets, which is either kinesthetically with those that use the 8 point greeting system or traditionally, uh, what you see. So Matt, so PGA tour has taken a stance to go back to that and some of the, uh, local rules that have been applied were expected. However, there were a couple that were very surprising to me and many other putting coaches in this industry. Uh, There was another local rule that's going to be in effect on the PGA Tour that says you are not allowed to use any devices or technology on the practice screen or on the course during practice rounds and programs. Now, I, to me, that sounds a little bit like an overreach, simply because the perceptions of reading greens comes and goes like the full swing. Technology is already being used on the practice range, and players are allowed to develop their intuitive skills with their golf swings. However, I feel like the putting aspect of the game is being singled out here. And that just not only hurts some businesses like myself, but it hurts a lot of coaches as well, simply because now players and caddies are going to have to mitigate uh, to account for these new rules, whether it being uh, copying all the notes that they had, even though you're not supposed to do that or going to other local courses in the area to use these devices, such as a digital level, uh, SAMPOT Labs, or any other device that helps you with reading degrees.
0: When I think it's funny, you, you use the word not supposed to. Uh, we all know as in you know, competitive sports in general, whether it's baseball, whether it's football, there's a lot of not supposed to's that end up kind of flying under the radar simply because teams are looking for that competitive edge. And while golf is not a team sport, we're looking at individuals in their inner teams, right? Their caddy player relationship. Uh, That's where it starts when we're talking about yardage books. And when you look at not supposed to, but technically still allowed, it brings the question of how many of those notes are they going to transfer in the new year? Well,
1: I think that... The tour will implement some kind of testing system, kind of like drug tests, but kind of an inspection for the notes that they're carrying because there are certain things that you can write based on observation only. So like with your eyes, you can like draw like the break of a pot, you can draw different slope arrows. However, you cannot write exact slope percentages or anything that is data driven. Uh, simply because that takes away from the intuitive skills direction that the tour is going. And not only will green reading books won't be allowed, there's going to be restrictions on yardage books as well. So the tour is going to come up with a committee approved yardage books that totally restricts what information is present Uh, especially on the green where there's a lot of detailed topographical maps that are very useful for a player. However, it almost provides an advantage to some players, while other players who may not be able to afford these detailed books are left behind. So I could see where they're going trying to normalize the playing field. But again, I said this before and I'll say it again. I believe they went too far uh, extending that in the practice arena. Not not that data collection is, is bad. I can live with not being able to collect data on the golf course, but on the practice screen, come on.
2: It seems like they're going back to the old Jack and Arnie days where they give them a blank yardage book and say, hey, go out, get your numbers and do what you want. But then it's going to be kind of a gray area is who's going to be policing this like you said you know what i mean and, and i just think it's going to be very difficult when it comes to that because it almost puts it in the hands of like look at football with like reps and stuff like and basketball and all the reps on and baseball with the umpires it seems like again you're putting it back into the hands of the officials making these calls making these calls uh, these calls and it's going to just be a giant mess when it comes to that. So Jeff, I do agree with you. I think they kind of overstepped on where they're trying to go. I think what their intentions is great, but it's a little too much.
1: And I do have a very unpopular opinion in the consequences of these local rules. Uh, People believe that this is going to speed up the game and make rounds finish a lot faster. In my opinion, I think it's going to do the exact opposite. And here's why players and K's are going to spend more time analyzing every single angle of a putt, where if it's uphill, downhill, as well as the slope itself and take other factors into account, such as green and wind and dew and all these other things that the average player does not even think about on a regular basis. And if you count all the steps, all the squatting, those seconds add up. Versus if you look at a book, you're going to get what you need in about 10 seconds or less and that'd be on your way. Well, and this
0: brings, this brings my, I think biggest question out of all of it. And and Jeff, I know you've got obviously slope grade that's centered around aim point. This brings a a big question to me of, does this favor a certain style of reading greens? Like, does this favor the aim point player? Does it favor someone who maybe reads greens a little differently? Like, does this favor a certain style of player moving forward or does it kind of enforce an all around uh, questioning of what's going on in the green now that there's not that information available?
1: I really do believe Aimpoint is positioned to get a lot of more pros, both on the LPGA and LPGA side to uh, learn their methods of reading greens, which is based on, kinesthetic feel with your feet and legs. However, they're not going to be allowed to use digital levels on the green. So don't be surprised if you see their product slope boards uh, on the, near the practice greens on some events, simply because you can set them at different slope percentages that are already cut out from woodwork. Mm-hmm. And it goes all the way up to 5%. And this is going to be the way that players and caddies are going to calibrate Their feelings of different slopes on a week-to-week basis.
0: And now, just to clarify, too, that is a non-digital product, right? Because that's that's where correct. That's where the PGA Tour is kind of drawing the line: is that digital
1: versus physical product? Yeah. So it looks like this, and it's primarily just a piece of plywood. But what makes this unique is that there is a grooved bridge thing where it has a lot of different slope numbers here
0: but look at that so Perfect. one through five so yeah. guys it, highly I, I know a lot of our listeners are on audio right now youtube i mean just go check out our youtube page enjoy the walk podcast on youtube you're going to find a lot of value and i think the next maybe even 15 20 30 minutes of what we're going to talk about because there's going to be a lot of visual aid to what we talk about um so if you're on itunes or on spotify A, appreciate you listening, so thank you, but B, go check out our YouTube page because there's a lot of really good content going to come via visual aspect from what we're going to be talking about.
1: So like I was saying, the slope board can be set on one of these groups here to represent different slope percentages. And if you think about it, as this uh, board is on different spots, that the angle of the board is going to change to reflect the slope percentage. And if you were to put a digital level on it, it's going to say the same exact thing. So this is where players and caddies are going to pivot on the PGA Tour for those that use Aimpoint, where it be Victor Hovland, Adam Scott, Justin Rose, or whoever is now using it. Uh, don't be surprised if that becomes the gold standard for a lot of these pros that can no longer use the greed rating books.
0: Well, I, and I find it fascinating too, right? Like as the PGA and RNA and USGA try and stay on the quote unquote forefront of technology and, and bolster themselves up as the TrackMan numbers and the gurus and the flight scope and this, that, and the other, right? Like they're always trying to get so analytical when it comes to the numbers on a broadcast or just the numbers they're getting to fans out on a week to week basis. They almost, when it comes to just the putting green, Uh, Drew back to 1982 uh, when it comes to restricting the way players have to go now,
1: almost articulate these slopes and
0: feels around
1: the green. Well, you also got to remember in 1982, the one of the fastest green speeds that they were putting on was about nine right now. The one of the fastest is about 13 or 14. So (laughs) Uh, agronomy has really evolved in the last 30 years or so. And now players and caddies are going to be challenged with determining what lines to take since they're not going to have that data in front of them in a grade rating book. So, where do we go from here from sharpening their intuitive skills, which is what's going to be the money maker on tour starting in 2022?
0: which I think is fascinating. You almost, and, and I, I understand you are just a almost ingenious kind of mind bender, <laughs> if you could say about it. Is just You think about things in an incredible way and I, I love the way you approach not only just the green reading aspect side of things, but just golf in general and in conversations we've had in the past, the way you articulate things is, is always fascinating um, in, in the best way possible. You brought out a product called Roll Maps that almost foreshadowed foreshadowed the the doing away with these slope reading books and everything. Why why are slope? First of all, I guess we'll start why why roll maps. Like what brought on the roll map idea, and how all of a sudden has this become really a an backup wave to put this in your in your bag going into twenty
1: twenty two. Well, first and foremost, roll maps are a series of charts that are color-coded. And what's unique about them is this helps you with the speed of your putts only. So for any green speed from six, which is very slow, which is like putting on carpet, to 15, which is putting on ice, we, I have a color-coded chart for every single green, re, green speed on the step meter here. And how this works is very simple. With each chart here, it shows an intensity from pots that are hit soft at the cool colors to firmer pots that are hit in the warmer colors, such as reds, pinks, and purples. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the uh, chart here, there is a color for every pot inside 30 feet with one foot going uphill each way, as well as another side that goes downhill as well. So you're going to be, you're going to have at least your putt speed down to a bare minimum. And this, this was created to bridge the gap between slump grade being a training device and having a product that is legal for tournament play. We went through the process with the USGA to get it approved for tournament play this past summer. And we got it approved on June 30th. And when the PGA Tour came out with these with these new restrictions on greenery materials, I was compelled to get a hold of somebody on tour, whether it be the rules department or somebody equivalent. And thankfully, I was able to be pointed in the right direction. And I was uh, told that since this is a data driven uh, product here. It can't be used in competition. However, it will be treated the same way as green reading books. So they can use these in practice rounds. They could use these in amps, And most importantly, they could use these before their competitive rounds and after their competitive rounds. So this will be very advantageous for players on tour and or caddies to determine how, to, to, how the greens are rolling precisely with the exact green speed, which is going to be uh, shown here on this chart. Which tells them how in, what how intense they need to hit their hit their putt, depending on how far away they are. And once they n- know how a ball is going to roll on the green, they can pick better lines, and they'll be they'll be set up for success, since they'll have this system in their minds, and have a higher probability of making putts because of it. Because speed is the most important skill in putting. Is there um.
2: You have time to go over kind of like a quick example of like a live situation with the using uh, roll maps here. Like if you were in the in a scenario of like you had like a certain putt, can you go over that with us?
1: Yeah. So let's just say that you have you have a grade speed of nine, which is very common, and you have a 15 foot putt that's going uphill about six inches. As you can see here, it's in the gold color here. And if you look down here at this legend, it has the number eight under this gold color in this legend, which represents how far the ball must roll after being struck within one second of rolling. If you hit that spot, then the ball is going to slow down at the right speed when it reaches the hole because of the friction that is in place on the putting surface itself. So if you like miss, if you like hit like the six feet mark, you're going to leave it short or miss it low. If you, if you go over this gold number, you're probably going to hit it too hard and run it by five, six feet and be susceptible for a three putt or miss it on the high side. So this is why this is very valuable because even if you don't make a lot of putts, you're going to take out the three putt which for the mid to high handicapper, that is the quickest way to lose strokes off your game. Simply because it may take you a few shots to get to the green. However, if your putting average putting putts per hole average is above two, then chances are you're three putting a little bit too much. And roadmaps will help them hit putts at the right speed. So that way they two put more and maybe see more one putts fall from 10 feet and out.
0: Well, I think that's, I mean, my next question was going to be how do players directly implement role maps? And it seems like that description of what you just gave kind of gave a pretty self-explanatory version of how to uh, look at role maps and immediately say, this is how I use it. This is how I'm going to go get better. Um, and like you said, I think obviously, yes, the tour pros want to have this little pocket cheat sheet per se in their hands and say, this is what the greens are rolling. Like this is going to help me because I no longer have a B and C at my disposal. But like you also mentioned, it's not just for the high And pros. It's for high handicappers that maybe just want to really get rid of three putts. It's for our mid to low handicappers that are sick of shooting 77, 78 and not getting closer to even par because of those pesky three putts. Uh, Myself, especially, uh, just really am sick of three putting more often than not when I shouldn't be. And a lot of it, like you just mentioned, boils down to speed. It's not like I'm missing putts by eight or nine feet. I'm running them right directly by the hole, and they're either five feet, eight feet long. And then I just, I I missed the comebacker. And that's the classic. I feel like 98% of three putts result because of just two hard hit putts.
1: Yes. So if you think about it, as the ball is rolling towards the hole, the more speed that it has, when it reaches the hole, the capture size of the hole shrinks. So let's just say you catch the left side of the hole at, at high speed, that putt's going to lip out. Versus if you have a putt that die, that finishes around the hole, that capture size increases because as a ball is reaching the hole, it has not a lot of speed. So that even if it catches the edge, it's going to fall in because of the speed that the ball is rolling on. And what's unique about roll maps is no matter if you like to die putts in the hole or run them by a bit, we have variants that accompany any putting style. So we can make roll maps for the die in the hole putter Or we can make roadmaps mats for the aggressive putter. So that's what sets us apart from our competition simply because we're thinking about what is really going to help players the most when it comes to putting. And a lot of times people think that direction is the most important. It's not. It's actually distance. And this will help them with that.
0: We, we joke about this all the time in, like, my Sunday morning group because um, I've said it multiple times now to where it's it's just a running joke. I'm like, man, if just if that had the right speed, that would have been in. And and it, it, it's, it's kind of cliché to us, but it, it's true. It's like as many times as you can say, man, speed matters, speed does matter. That is the almost end-all, be-all when it comes to putts. And I think something that isn't touched on enough is what you just said. Um, the kind of, I guess – percentage that grows when you hit a putt at the right speed that almost makes the hole technically wider just on percentage because of Mm -hmm. the way the ball has momentum going towards the hole. Um, That, that fascinates me when to think about something that, you know, at percentage and a number base can actually make the hole wider because of how the ball's entering the cup.
1: Yeah. Arguments that I have gotten from players, uh, because I actually posted a pretty viral video on YouTube where it showed Bryson DeChambeau going over his putting process during the last rendition of the match with Phil Nicholson, Aaron Rodgers, and Tom Brady. And what I noticed is speed was not covered in everything that he talked about before his putt. So he went over, okay, what's the slow percentage? What's the speed of the green? Where's my start line? What, is there any wind or anything like that? He didn't talk about how soft or firm to hit the putt, so I interjected and said, this putt needs to travel seven feet after the first second in order to have this putt break exactly seven inches into the hole. And sure enough, he hits that spot and it goes dead center. Uh, It was one moment that I felt like was very valuable to viewers, but it was often missed because the hole was just conceded and there was a lot of banter that was going back and forth between Charles and Trevor Illman I believe it was, that this was something very valuable that often got overlooked. And it was kind of explained in a way that might have gone over the head of some viewers. But again, there are these players need to be educated on some form of distance control. And we believe that RoleMaps is that system where you don't have to spend one round, two rounds, three rounds punting terribly. You can go on the practice green and really get calibrated for the speed of the greens that day, and save all the heartache and trouble. Not saying you're not going to three putt. I mean, that's the nature of golf, but the chances of you doing it are a lot less.
0: Well, and you brought up another word there, like that. I just pinged on to was education. putters right to add to overall in the in the game as a whole. Um was that the like eureka moment for roll maps? Was was the entire thing behind it education as a whole or what's the meaning but like to you behind roll maps and why it got off the ground?
1: Well I firmly believe that it provides a competitive advantage uh simply because there is elements that can change over the course of a round it could get hotter it could become more windy, uh, you could start to get tired of after walking, and there needed to be something out there that helped them keep the ship going, whether it's uh, turning the ship around from uh, poor momentum or keeping the fire lit if everything is going well. And it only takes less than five seconds to determine how soft or firm you need to hit a putt, you just need to know the approximate distance to the hole and an approximate uh, change in elevation for your putt, whatever it's uphill or downhill. When you know those two numbers, you just look at the chart and say, okay, this putt is in the dark green zone. This is my putting stroke for that. And you'll be surprised at how much better your putting will be when you start hitting putts at the right speed.
0: Yeah, I think it, it's kind of one of those phenomenons where if, if you don't understand it, you don't get it. Uh, but at the same time, once you start hitting putts at the right speed and, and just realizing all of a sudden how fast you have a turn of people call it luck, people call it, you know, hot streaks or whatever. But it, there's a there's a mathematical statistical Answer to the quote unquote madness or a luck streak. Like there, there's numbers to it at the end of the day. And and when you start hitting putts at the right speed, your numbers are going to go well, in in a term of putting, you're gonna know your numbers are gonna go lower. You're gonna have less putts during the day. Um, and, and I've personally realized that uh on you know, just in the last couple months of people have actually made comments to me, like, man, your speed looks better. Like, well, my scores are going lower, and well, that correlates. Like all of a sudden, the 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 proof is in the pudding of what are A and B getting better? My speed. And then all of a sudden, my putts. It, it's, a, it's a crazy correlation that you don't realize until someone actually speaks it to you because it kind of happens without you realizing sometimes. Yep.
2: And what I like about it so much too, and, and this is from our experience down at Royal New Kent with slope grade is kind of getting the understanding and education of how to utilize the tool. It's very data-driven and very analytical, which is great. But at the same time, it's like subconsciously, this is how I'm understanding it, teaching you feel again. Because with the slope grade, you know, you're standing over your line and you're you're getting the read from from the device. It's telling you what you need to do, but at the same time you're feeling it. Now you trans that transition that to roll maps, like you're saying, all right, here's how firm I have to, or how soft I have to hit the putt. The better player you are and obviously like the more practice you take and the, like these pros guys and like Tiger probably, you know, he's such a field player. This can actually transition to that aspect of knowing the exact feel of you going through the ball through impact on how firm like, oh, I actually hit that perfectly. Like you, you can get to a point where you know in your head mathematically that you hit it at this if I had my roll maps sharp in front of me, I hit it at this speed at this color.
1: To me, I don't believe it's any different than hitting a shot uh, with your full swing at 50%, 75%, 80%. If you've practiced it enough and have different uh, uh, angles to where you take your club back, this is no different. Uh, with roll maps, you'll be able to have that same system in place, except this is for mindfulness trading where you're kind of storing the feeling of hitting a putt in the blue zone or the green zone or the yellow zone or the red zone and then you're just allowing that stored feeling after a few sessions of practice really guide you so you don't really have to get caught up in the numbers at all you just say okay let's hit it at this firmness and then you've worked on it enough to know where you could trust it uh, without even thinking about it and peak performance is going to come out as a result of that because you've gotten out of your real way.
0: Yeah. It it blows my mind sometimes how, when you look at even some of the top PGA tour pros, um, how very little of them truly focus on, um, I guess you could say like feel and a lot of them are numbers based, but in this, in the same sentence they are numbers based, but they feel the number. If that makes sense, like they're, they are in, in such a zone where they know what that number feels like. They they don't want to get caught up in the really mechanics of that number, but they want to get caught up in the feel of that number because that's when they play their best. Um, and, and only, uh, I think a high level golfer can truly understand that in the way I just worded it, but they know what I'm talking about when, when you don't want to get caught up in, in finding 86 yards or 44 feet on the putting green, like. You want to feel that that wants to come natural to you, but also at the same time, you want to know what that yardage is or how long that putt is because there's muscle memory attached to that.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's multiple ways you can go about it. You can measure it by how far back you take your putter. You can also measure it by the firmness of the strike of the putt, which is what I just talked about. Or you can actually look at a spot in front of you, which represents the one second roll distance if you're really analytical in that sense. For some, having an intermediate target helps. For some, uh, using the distance that you take your putting stroke back helps. And for some, which most putters are fuel putters, they use a gauge for a heat map, if say, if you will, to really hit putts at the right speed. There's going to be no more guesswork when it comes to how software firm might to hit a putt. Oh, and so kind of pulling
0: off of what Dante said too about our experience of really diving into um, your other product, slope grade at Royal New Kent. Talk to us about maybe the relationship between roll maps and slope grade, and and how you can start to really not only get your direction about you with slope grade, but then you can double that into role maps. And, and from what I see really have a double-edged sword of, of going into competition.
1: Yes. So if I were to split my two products into two different categories, slope grade is a training ground, which consists of visualization practice, hitting pots at different speeds and targets, and really learning the relationship of how a ball is going to roll on a green where if it's a slow green, a medium green, or a fast green, and how those, uh, launch speeds and starting lines change every time the green speed increases. So it really helps you visualize where you need to aim putts, how firm you need to hit putts, and our tool really helps you get that. Not only from a numbers perspective, but also from a visuals perspective, which I will go over the uh, massive changes to the app in just a minute. But when it comes down to transitioning that to the golf course, we're not allowed to use slope grade in competition. You kind of already know where you need to aim putts after working with slope grade. But at the same time, you may not exactly know how soft or firm to hit putts out there, especially when the conditions may change on a dime whether it be on the back nine or if rain starts, there needs to be adjustments for that. So every time that I have uh, recommended roadmaps to somebody, I tell them, if you're going out of the course with them, pick two SNP cards. Why? Because the the conditions can change on a dive, especially down here in Florida, where it can get very hot and the greens can dry out. But also it helps you make adjustments quickly without going back to your bag and trying to figure out what the green speed is so you can stay committed to the shot at hand, which is right in front of you.
0: So it, what, what, what's crazy to me is when, when you take a look at the grand scheme of, of both products it, on their own, um, when, when Dante and I went through the app and, and really dove into what was there before what you're about to announce too, the... The analytics and the things that it gave you, not only the, the reading of slope, but also the speed at the time when we went over it, it had your the, the speed analytics in there as far as how hard you should hit the putt for the length. Um, it was something that I felt like um, I, I almost question, you know, what more can you add to it? It felt like at the time it gave you everything you needed to truly analyze and and get better, right? Like you had to put the time in just like you have to put the time in with anything else uh, to truly get better. If you expect a a device to do the work for you and not put the time in, then you're kind of looney tunes. But um, I'm excited to dive into the next step because Dante, maybe you can speak on as well. I felt like it was already a well-rounded, really full service product to begin with
2: couldn't agree more at the time you know it's crazy how much um as jeff will go in a minute explain what there is to add to it but it seemed as if you know you got your feel you got your line you got your speed You're like, okay i got it all let's make the putt and did i make the right putt and if it went in the hole yes if not then you know something on my calculations are wrong but I mean, Jeff, please explain more. I, I feel like like Dalton and I, were like, oh, we got this now. But it seems like there's a lot more that you're adding to it.
1: Oh, yes. I do want to say on record that I have many more plans to evolve the SlopeGrade app. Uh, there's a lot of crazy things that I will implement in the future. However, I have done quite a bit with it this summer uh, with the addition of roadmaps that's inside the Silkgrade app as well. Uh, so uh, without further ado, if if I'm able to share my screen, I'll be able to show your viewers uh, visually without holding up my phone to the camera, which will be a lot easier.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like guys, like we said, uh, obviously audio on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, if you're listening, uh, do, a, do a big favor. Go over to YouTube uh, where the visual aspect of the next however long we go on is going to be highly beneficial for you guys to understand what we're talking about because Jeff's going to share his screen and, and walk us through some exciting new features from SlopeGrade that are going to be rolling out here in the, in the coming weeks. So uh, Jeff, without further ado, man, uh, take us through and uh, show us what the exciting news is.
1: Okay, so as you can see on the left side of the screen is a live feed of my iPhone right now with the Slipgrade app open. Now, traditionally, we have used the Slipgrade app as a wearable level with a clip on here that is mounted to your midsection and turns your lower body into a human level, which is very advantageous if you use the Aimpoint 3D system. However, there has been... Uh, comments made by my clients saying the concept is amazing and all, except there's going to be some things that they aren't going to compromise in terms of their playing experience, whether it be uh, wearing loose clothing or no belt. Mm. And they wanted to still use slope grade, but not be restricted to uh, conditions where they have to wear their pants a little snug and wear a belt So in order to accommodate that, I am proud to introduce a new way to use slope grade. Clip free. Clip free. So what this does now is you can now use this slope grade sensor as a bow marker.
0: Oh, get out.
1: (laughs) So now I can set this anywhere on the green like where my ball is and I can press one button here and it's going to automatically calculate not only where the slope is, but also the slope elevation as well. So let's just set this here to a 15 foot putt to really see this idea in place. So if I just hold the sensor up just a little bit like right here and press this again, It is now detected that my putt is severely downhill and it's telling me to aim eight inches from the right edge, which is giving me about a slope of one and a half percent. And what's unique about this is there's going to be times where you use it as a ball marker, where there could be a slope that's greater than what is calculated from that particular spot. What we've added here is a slider at the bottom of this read so that you can adjust in real time what that slope percentage is. And as I adjust it, you see the slope angle represented by that line change. So you can set it to what you see visually and then have a read that best fits. So let's just say that like I have a 3% slope. Now it's telling me to aim two feet from the right edge for that putt. And let's just just say that it's not a downhill putt, but it's uphill. That read has now changed to 19 inches, because if you think about it, the ball is going to be launched at a greater speed when going uphill. The ball is going to slow down a lot quicker, which the effect of gravity from the side slope is not going to affect the ball as much. Versus a downhill putt, where there's more time rolling towards the hole, the ball is not going to take, it's going to take longer to get to the hole. gravity is going to have a greater effect on moving the putt from right to left or left to right. So, so Jeff, what I'm, I'm seeing right off
0: the bat, and I just, I apologize for cutting you off, but I just, I'm, I'm seeing it as you activate the, the slope grade chip. Um, there's, there's a slope elevation, like you said, which, which delineates your downhill versus uphill. There's a slope, uh, speed on the right side, which is, you know, your one foot, two foot, three foot, four foot putts and so on and so forth. And then right in the center, as it's always been is your, is your number as far as from right edge or from left edge or, or so on and so forth. That's an update in itself. From what I understand of just the three kind of toggles going all at once, um, because you used to have to go to different screens, if I'm not mistaken, to that's, kind of see correct. the speed. So that in itself to me is like, I'm mind blown. Um, and like I said, guys, if you haven't seen our initial video on reviewing the slope grade product, go check that out, but go see our YouTube of, of this show because there's a lot, so much information going on on Jeff's uh, cell phone that he's putting up on his screen right now. That's just fascinating. There, there's so much going on and it's all on one screen. It's not a button to this screen and a button to that screen. It's, it's all in one place. Um, I'm, Jeff, I'm fascinated by the new kind of interface that you've got going on with slope grade.
1: Yes. And what I was also about to get into, let's just say you do have a downhill putt that's pretty quick. I have this set to 11 and a half on the step meter. What's to say we want to die this putt in the hole. We can change the speed preference down here. And now we're getting an updated start line based on where we need to aim this putt in order for this putt to finish dead weight into the hole. Now, if you wanted to really be aggressive, let's just say you're in match play, you really need to make this putt or at least <laughs> take all the breakout, you could slide it all the way up and get a read of two feet from the right edge for a putt that's breaking 3%. So, this is a one stop shop, if you will to accommodate any punting style for any given situation out on the golf course. So you can develop trust, develop confidence, and most importantly, develop joy for the game that you're playing because this is a game meant to be enjoyed. And I cannot tell you how many times myself included have talked about, Oh, I should have made this, putt. I should have made that putt. (laughs) I I want to stop those conversations because I want to focus more on the ability to give it your best effort and there's going to be some times where you're going to make putts out here using slope grade and you're going to be like wow i didn't think it was going to be that easy but here we are now that this has been a valuable practice tool for me and this is just my way of giving back to the game that has treated me so well
0: Dante, how many better ball events have we played in where we both said, man, oh, if we man. only made two or three more putts, we would have qualified. Or if we only made uh, a couple more putts here and there. And uh, boy, I, we'd love to end those conversations too. That, yeah. you
2: know, it kind of, this is my, my experience too. If imagine having so much practice and understanding this data and then taking this out to where you're playing with your buddies on the weekend and you got this nice downhill sliding putt that's I don't know 15 feet that you have for bird and you know that can win the match or take all the money from your playing partners and like ah there's no way this is going in like you know nice par and next thing you know you're like joke's on you pal I'm gonna I'm about to make this putt I mean that I just that's what I envision right now is just the amount of like jaw dropping your opponents when it comes to just making putts that (laughs) people don't really think that you can make, but in reality, if you just know what to do and the data behind it in the field, anybody can, you know, have, have these putts made.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, uh, the average round with your buddy, somebody might have a range finder that has slope correction on it. I don't see this any different than that Uh, simply because A, it's not a stipulated golf round. It's a round meant to be enjoyed with your friends. Uh, And B, this is also just a way for you to, you know, get better at the game because there's not enough rounds that we could get in in order to feel like we're getting better in a particular area of our game. So this is a way to accelerate that process when the amount of rounds that we could play in a given year are limited, especially when you're up in the Northeast or Midwest, Where now snow is starting to fall on the ground and courses are starting to shut down for the for the winter. This is (laughs) this is something that you can take with you indoors. You don't have to have be on a golf course or this. You could set this up in like your uh, potting mat or whatever, and really just learn the relationship of how a ball is going to roll.
0: So, so Jeff, I know you originally marketed uh slope grade as the first wearable green reading product are you going to have to rebrand to the first uh i guess smart tech ball marker like are are we are we going that route because it seems like it's an exciting new frontier of the abilities of what slope grade is really premised on
1: yeah i we are going to rebrand as a smart ball marker uh there's a lot of training that's involved with the current method of using slope grade as a wearable level, and we wanted to simplify the process. And what's unique about this new marker mode is that you don't have to calibrate the sensor at all. You turn it on, you connect to it, you're all set to go. Wow. Just set, just that's set that's
0: to, exciting uh, in itself we, because... I'll be honest, Dante, you and I had the yeah. conversations off camera. That was, you know, as, as a critic, that was one of maybe the only frustrating things with the initial product was the bottom line 0.0 calibration of getting that right. And then starting from there, um, man, that's exciting. And and stuff that, again, it, it, that's uh, just really innovative with the new kind of version of, of slope grade.
1: Yep. And as far as what's different in the putt model screen, we now have an animated line, and we also have an aim marker that shows you where to aim your putt for a given situation, so you don't have to guess. You'll actually see visually. Again. Exactly.
2: We're playing real-life video games. This
0: is so, my favorite screen. I could watch this. It makes me so happy.
2: I've <laughs> we- always I mean, Jeff, you, you know, I mean, you have this simulator and the SkyTrack setup with PGA, you know, the golf club, yep, which is now PGA 2K1. And I've been a fan of the game since it's come out. And I've always envisioned, even playing the Tiger Woods game, man, it would be really dope to go out and play golf and just have this visual line that just goes for you. And here here you have it. You have the real life version of the video game at hands for your for your own personal game like you can go out and play and just if you want for leisure round for practice round or whatever and have this in front of you that's awesome
1: i also want to point out that you could change these settings on a dime without going back to the main screen so if you press like the top uh header here you could change the putt distance you could change the slope percentage which you weren't able to do before you could also change the speed of the green. So let's just say you want to see it roll out a 12. If you want to see it die into the hole, that's downhill a bit. Yeah, can we this will that? automatically recalculate this yes. putt for you and show you that the ball is going to fall at a dead weight.
0: Dante, you know how dialed in we're going to be at the Palm Springs Golf Championship? Like, you know how dialed in we're going to be? We're going to take this from the turf that we're putting on in the winter on the East Coast and go straight out to Palm Springs and go dial ourselves in in the first evening and be ready to rock and roll. This is, this is incredible stuff, Jeff. Well, there is, man, I'm just, there's so many opportunities with this stuff.
2: We had this conversation the other day and I asked, I said, how are like, how are the greens? And you said they're lightning. And like, that's one of the biggest kind of, I wouldn't say fears, but you know, worries or whatnot going into it. Of course I've never played. I know we get a practice around the first day, but that's not really going to do all that much i feel like i need a couple of rounds for my game but having this holy smokes
1: so like i said slope grade is going to be one of the most valuable training tools in the putting and green training space simply because there is a there is no other app like it that provides real-time uh, data and visualization of any put imaginable and what's unique about this is you don't have to preload any courses you just uh, turn it on, connect it to your account, and you're all set to go. That's it.
0: I love that. And I think that's the other, th- the other thing. It just is, is really, I think, just nice. I, I don't, maybe that's not a great word to use for it, but it's nice about the technology and the app overall is, like you said, it's not like you're setting it up with a specific course and you have to be on the first screen and it reads everything off the green. It just reads where your two feet are at. And, and that's all it takes or where you set the ball marker down. And that's all it takes. Um, you could be anywhere. You could be indoors. You could be outdoors. You could literally take this thing um, and practice your golf game anywhere on the United States of America. Pretty much. If you wanted to go practice on a mountain range, you can go practice on a mountain range. Like it, it, the, the options are endless for where you could do this. And I think that's where the lending to truly getting better wherever you are Um, really extends itself.
1: I also want to announce some sweeping changes to our model as well. So we're going to have a crazy Black Friday special on our sensors, which won't be announced until the day of. And we are now shifting to a subscription model where we now have enough data where we could start uh, charging a monthly or yearly fee for all the data that we're providing. So with that being, with that being said, our subscription model is going to go as follows. It's going to be nine ninety nine dollars a month, $99 a year, which you'll save two months, or you could pay $150 for lifetime access. So the incentives of each tier are, are, are beneficial the higher you go because if you buy the lifetime access, you'll also get lifetime access to the role maps portion of the SlopeGrade app for life, because that is currently a separate subscription right now in its current form. So what does that mean for those that currently own SlopeGrade? Like when they purchased it at the higher price when we first launched? Well, one of my main principles is loyalty is a important virtue that should not be overlooked and it should be rewarded. And for everybody that has purchased a slope grade sensor, you will be grandfathered into a lifetime subscription. We feel like this was the right thing to do because we are a veteran-owned small business and our prerogative is not making profits; it is serving. Our players to create more joy and excitement for their game.
0: I love that, Jeff. And and as someone who um, has spent a little bit of time in in small business ownership himself, I, I respect the uh, the fortitude and the ability to say, you know what, I would love to make a great profit, this, that, and the other. But you guys were here since day one, and and I have to respect that and honor that. And I think as as more people move forward into slope grade um that honoring of the initial foundation to what slope grade was is going to just propel you into the stratosphere as far as testimonials as far as people just being in your corner um you you know you've got two guys here that will always be in your corner because of the way you've treated not only us as just guys uh but how you treated everything about slope grade and your customers from the start uh and i think you know as as people listen to this show and as people listen to your story and what you're rolling out i think it goes a long way in saying what you're about and i hope people flock towards that because a the technology itself speaks for itself it's incredible it's it's groundbreaking technology but the people behind it and especially yourself behind it um it's just, it's bar none, some of the best people in the industry. And I think if nothing else, people can go support that. So um, that, that means a lot to someone, you know, who has, has seen it from the start. And I'm sure as other customers have bought into you from the start, it means a lot to them as well.
1: Yeah. I don't call them customers. I call them clients because I want to establish relationships with everybody that purchases from us. Uh, because I feel like we're always helping them in any shape or form, whether if it's a tournament they're preparing for, a club championship, or they're maybe just learning the game and we want to guide them every step of the way to, you know, break that barrier of 190 90, 80, 70, whatever it may be. And when you change the relationship to not just a transaction, but rather a relationship base where you're always supporting them of. Uh, indirectly with with the products and services that you provide, I feel like that really carries a lot more weight than the transaction based business that we're in.
0: No, I, th- I think you're spot on and uh, you know wish you nothing but the best as as you roll out with some exciting new stuff and I think as as you roll out too into probably uncharted territories as, as people start searching for um, more green reading, you know, opportunities, more ability based, uh, technology to help them get better at golf. I think it was pretty cool to see, at least from, I think our side of things, the green reading books per se went a little viral as far as that being the next thing that the, the PGA tour is focusing on to kind of kick out. And, um, I can only hope as people kind of shine the light on that, the light gets shined on you as well for providing some other based opportunities to help players get better.
1: Yeah. As far as what's already out there, like there's other ball markers that may help with greeting, but it's primarily just a bubble level. Mm -hmm. Doesn't really give you any information at all besides where this slope is going. (laughs) Uh, And to me, I felt like there was a lot more that you could do with that, which is why we uh, shifted here to, not focus more on the wearable level aspect of things, but marketing it as a smart ball marker, because A, I believe it'll, it will uh, really catch on more with the golf industry, and B, it will have a quicker impact on helping players make more putts and lower their scores.
0: And I think we can all agree. We'd love to do that. <laughs> yeah. No matter what level of golfer we are, if we're trying to break a hundred or trying to break 90, 80, 70, whatever it is, uh, boy, we could all make some more putts. No doubt about it.
1: Yeah, uh, but as far as, as far as uh, the new updates for slow grade, that is pretty much it. I know that there are a lot of features that I have shelved on the back burner. I do want to point out that this new update is only available for iOS at the time. However, once we get iOS in a stable state, we will port everything over to the Android side and provide an update as well for them.
0: That's awesome. It's cool to see it being available on both. Um, And and just, I I think that availability leads to the masses being involved in what Slowcrade is doing. So, I mean, as we talked about, slope grade and when as we talked about roll maps uh where can people find both where can people find the availability to not only get their hands on roll maps but get their hands on slope grade and and I know there's some opportunities to possibly get their hands on both at the same time
1: yes so we have our youtube channel up uh at slope grade we have links to both there uh, we are also running facebook ads for both products However, the quickest way to find them is to go on our Instagram page and follow us. We're gonna be posting way more content on both products and how they're used. We're adding more tutorial videos to our library on YouTube. And this will be a thing where if you're able to use these tools to your advantage, you're going to see a lot more shots uh, fall off your score, not just Eventually, but in a quick hurry. And I'm providing different drills and different best practices that you can use with slope grade or world maps. And I do want to say that the old way of using slope grade is not going away. We're just adding a new way for those that may not know the eight point grade reading system or vector putting or whatever it is. And they just want a target. That's what we're providing them. So the best way is to just go to our website where we have a header that where they can click on self-grades, click on roadmaps to find information for both and the benefits that it will provide them. And if they have any questions, please feel free to send us a direct message uh, on Instagram, Facebook, or you could also email us at info at and we'd be more than happy to sit down and uh, chat with you.
0: That's awesome. Um, for, for people who like want to get involved, go do it. Uh, Dante and I have had this product in our hands for what feels like, uh, ages, I think since the first inception of the product down at PGA. So, and to see Jeff start fulfilling products and orders and actually putting, you know, tail to the tape as far as testimonials together and and players at all levels, whether it's the amateur level, professional level, uh, and everybody in between. Um, it's been incredible to see your story grow, Jeff, and I know this is just the beginning as we talk about um, you know, more and more and more updates to the slope grade system and what it can do and what it can offer. Um, obviously rolling out roll maps is a really unique aspect of the addition to kind of the slope grade family at this point, as far as how people can get better. Um, I know you, I know your entrepreneurial spirit, you're going to be continually, releasing new product, releasing new updates, um, and constantly having the mind grow of as far as what can help players get better at golf. So, uh, Jeff, thank you for joining the show. Thank you for talking us through some of the incredible updates of slope grade and, and just having a conversation about putting in general. I think it's uh, always a fun time to sit down and talk off with you and i um, excited to see hopefully more people through this black Friday update and whatnot, get their hands on slope grade and, uh, and try it out for themselves. Cause I think at, at the end of the day, that's what we're all here for is to see the, the improvements through slope grade and through roll maps.
1: Yeah. I also want to close out on just what I'm thankful for, because I'm pretty sure this is going to be released sometime around Thanksgiving, if not the day of Thanksgiving and I'm thankful for our relationship, Dalton and Dante. You've been great supporters of slope graded romance from day one, and people like you come few and far between. And I'm just very grateful that you two are one of my biggest cheerleaders uh, because we need to know like who's really out to help people and who's out to just earn money there is complete difference between those two things and words cannot describe how much you have helped slope grow over the past year and a half and how much it will continue to grow with your support. So thank you again.
0: That's um, man. It, it, it brings, it brings like almost tears to my eyes. You think about, cause we were, when we met you, we were day one, um, we got so lucky to even be I, I don't even media know. Oh, we got it. at the PGA show. <laughs> um, I, I literally have tears in my eyes right now. It's wild. Um, it, it's 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 crazy to think we were two guys with dreams in our eyes of starting a podcast and saying uh, how the hell do we do this? And what do we, what do we, what do we do? We're we're here. What do we do? Um, and, and to have someone like you trust us to sit down with us for an hour, um, and then get home Realize the audio sucked and then sit down with us again. Um, I mean, you put you put your trust in us too. And um, it's just uh it, the appreciation is so mutual between us and you. I think Dante, I can speak for us both when saying Absolutely, that. man. Definitely. Um man, it's just it, it's so cool to see us both grow, you know, in, in the same time because we were uh we were two kids with a dream. And I know you were uh you were a business owner with a dream at that point too. And it's uh you're seeing it out to fruition and, and hopefully we're, uh, we're making some strides in the same direction. So the the words of thankfulness grow strong on this Thanksgiving week. That's for sure.
1: Yes, they, they sure do.
0: All right, guys, we'll, we'll clean up your tears, get your tissues out of here. <laughs> um, that's, uh, that's it from us this week, Jeff, as always. Uh, seriously appreciate the conversation, and uh, as always, I know you'll be a return guest here in the near future. Um, but uh, when, updates down the road. When we travel to Orlando, I expect to play some golf together. Oh, we'll make it happen.
1: I'll drop everything
0: and make it happen. That's awesome. (laughs) I love it, guys. Well, as always, you can go to www.enjoythewalkpod.com to check out the latest blogs and releases from us on the podcast. So go check it out, guys. And as always, you can follow us at enjoythewalkpod on Instagram and Twitter to see little snips and little bits and pieces of our journey within the golf game as well as snips, bits, and pieces from our latest podcast. So guys, as always, get out there, carry your clubs, and enjoy the walk.